Almighty and everlasting Father, we just want to thank you for that which you have been teaching us all this while. We commit our meeting once again into your hands. We say, Lord, please speak to our hearts. Continue with us as we continue with the parable of the soils. Teach us yourself and let them be glorified in each of our lives. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Today we are going to continue with what we started last week, the parable of the soils. We began to look at this parable and we looked at what the parable is in general and why Jesus told parables. Among others, we said that the parable is an illustration. We said that the parable is a story with a deeper meaning than the story itself. And we said that the parable is a story that explains something so that it makes it better for us to understand. We also gave reasons why Jesus spoke in parables. We said that the Lord speaks in parables to make us have better understanding. He speaks in parables also to enable us to picture the things that we cannot see with our human eyes. He also speaks in parables to explain spiritual things so that we can understand them amongst many other things. In the parable of the soils, the Lord Jesus teaches us about what makes people to grow spiritually. By the grace of God, as we look at this parable, we will grow spiritually in Jesus' name. Amen. So we want to read the Bible text again. Luke chapter 8 from verse 4 to verse 15. Luke chapter 8 from verse 4 through to verse 15. And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. Now, the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. May the Lord bless the Lord of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. In this parable, there are three parts. We have the seed, the sower, and the soils. And when the Lord Jesus Christ began to explain the parable, he gave representation of these parts. But before we begin to explain each of these parts, it is important that we would note what the Lord said about the way planting is done. The Lord said the sower or the farmer scatters seed over the field that he wants to plant. And as the sower began to scatter seed, some of them fell on the footpath that people would walk on because people have been walking on this path. It is not soft. It is hard ground. So the seed cannot penetrate into the ground. 
Then some fell on soft soil, but underneath that soft soil are rocks. Then some fell on a part of the field where the farmer had cleared to remove thorns and other things, but did not burn the things and did not throw the things away. And then some fell on the good soil, the soil that has been prepared for planting. When people listen to this, they probably would think that he was discussing agricultural practices. And people can take this away and say, well, Jesus taught us about agriculture, but we must be thankful to God that his disciples asked him about this parable. And more importantly, that he explained the meaning to them. And in explaining the meaning to them, he mentioned that the seed is the word of God. What that implies is that the farmer or the sower is anyone who preaches or teaches the word of God. And then it means that the soils will describe the attitude, the nature, or the kind of different people who listen to the word of God. So, from the very little explanation that we've given now, what can we learn for ourselves? We can note that just as different soils have different productivity, so it is with different people. For example, when you plant either on sand or humus soil or loamy soil or in mud, the results are different. A good farmer will plant on humus soil and not on muddy soil. In the same way, we are saying that when people come to listen to the word of God, if their hearts, if their attitude, if their nature does not allow the word of God to penetrate into them, they will not be blessed by the word they are hearing. So the parable is telling us to have the right attitude when we come to hear the word of God. Otherwise, we will not profit from it. So one of the very important things that I want us to take away from this study today is that the state of your heart, the way you respond to the word of God is extremely important. For example, if you are troubled about something and somebody is telling you something else, you're not likely to listen to that something else. You are going to be focusing on what you are troubled about. So it is always important that when we come to the house of God, we come to listen to the word of God. We come to focus on the word of God. Whenever we come to a church meeting, we must come prepared. Before a farmer plants, he always prepares the ground that he wants to plant on. The farmer will uproot the undergrowth, will uproot stones from the ground, will remove anything that will prevent the seed from penetrating into the soil. As the farmer is preparing the ground for seed that he wants to plant, so must we be prepared for the seed, the word of God, that is going to come into our hearts. If you forget anything at all, don't forget this. Whenever you come to a church meeting, you are coming to receive seed into your heart. Every church meeting is a planting session. Every time you come to church and somebody is preaching the word of God, they are planting the word of God into you. And if you have not prepared your heart to receive the word of God, you will not benefit from the essence of the meeting. So very briefly, let me speak on how to be prepared for a church meeting. One, before you leave your house, make sure that you have prayed about a meeting. In your prayer, you're going to ask God to give the speaker a free course so that he can express what God wants to tell you and so that you also can receive what it is that God wants you to hear. Two, when you get to the church venue, it is not the time to be talking anyhow. After you have greeted people, you sit in a quiet place and continue to pray, asking God 
to remove anything that will cause disturbance or distraction to you so that you can hear the word of God clearly. Three, while you are in the church meeting, make sure that you spend your time focusing on God as much as possible. Do not allow the way people are behaving or conducting themselves or acting in the church to be a distraction to you. Four, be an attentive listener. In the story of Mary and Martha, Martha was very busy while Mary was an attentive listener, sitting at Jesus' feet and learning. The Lord Jesus himself said that Martha was not benefiting from his teaching while Mary was. Thus, Martha was a busy listener while Mary was an attentive listener. It is important that we are attentive listeners when we are sitting in the house of God. Five, do not allow the things that you forgot to do or the things that you are yet to do become a distraction during the meeting. In fact, it is one of the things that you should pray about before leaving your house, that God should help you to be focused and attentive during the church meeting. Six, after you have heard the message, make up your mind that you are going to put to practice all that you have been taught. If you do not put to practice what you have been taught, then you have wasted your time going to that church meeting. The Bible tells us that we should not just be hearers, but also doers of the work. Whenever God is speaking to you on anything, he expects you to do something about what he is telling you. That is why you have to be an attentive listener and a willing doer of the word of God. Seven, if you are listening and there is something that you don't understand, make a note of it and make sure that you ask questions before you leave the meeting. You see, if you do not understand what has been said, you will not be able to put it to practice. And if you are confused about what has been said, you are most likely going to do a wrong thing when you are trying to put it into practice. So it is important that you ask questions before you go home. Also, before you leave the church meeting, make sure you pray to God to help you to understand that which you have been taught even more. Tell him to give you more explanation of what you have heard already. Because of the short time that the preacher or the teacher has in church, he may not be able to explain everything to you in that short time. But because you are a child of God and you have the Spirit of God in you, and the Bible tells us that the Spirit of God is our teacher, the Holy Spirit himself will teach you if you ask him to teach you. Nine, on your way back home, it is good practice to meditate on what you have heard in the church meeting. Finally, 10, when you get home, you should pray again, thanking God that he took you to the church meeting and has brought you back home and that he should help you to put to practice what you have learned in the church meeting at home and everywhere else. I also want to note at this point in time that as the farmer was scattering seed, it means that not all the messages are targeted messages. You see, the farmer scattered seed and it fell everywhere. In the same way, the messages are not targeted at a specific individual. Sometimes it may seem like you are not the one they are talking to, yet the message might be important for you. For example, if the pastor is teaching about marriage, and you are a single man or woman, that is, you are not married, you may think that the message does not affect you. But if you listen attentively, you will discover that you are being taught something that will be helpful to you in future when you get married. So if you are open to the word of God 
and you are humble to receiving the word of God, not arguing with the word of God, you will be blessed indeed. But if you are one of those who sit down and wondering, why are they speaking like this? Why are they saying this or that? What are they saying? It's not even helping me. You will discover that you are not going to be blessed by the message. So it is always important to understand that whenever you come to church, every word that is spoken is for you. It is not just for somebody who you think should hear it. It is for you personally. The word may not be useful to you immediately, but it is definitely going to be useful to you at some point in time. For example, there are some seeds. When you plant them, they germinate almost immediately. But there are some other seeds. When you plant them, it will take a long time before they germinate and even grow. But even those that take a long time to grow are still beneficial to you in the long run. So I want to close by letting us know that our goal today has been to prepare us for when we begin to do our studies on the parable of the songs. Like a good farmer, I am also trying to prepare you for when the planting will begin. So by the grace of God, we shall continue next time. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for our meeting today. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for preparing our hearts to hear your word. Thank you for encouraging us to come to church prepared to hear your word. And as we continue next time, please, Lord, prepare our hearts to receive from you. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.